Nothing man wasn't the name that count out on ten minutes. We're going to park it. We're going to talk about Dolphin Day. We're going to talk about Jason. What do you say to Jason? Are you watching King of the Hill earlier today? Is that what you decided? <laughs> I was I was replicating the sketch we shall discuss. Oh yeah, no, that's true. Okay, that's only true. a little, a little, little, little harder to understand. Oh, uh, yeah, a little bit. Just, but yeah. Okay, uh, let's just get it out of the way. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Uh, I don't know what it's called. Uh, there's, it's you, it's me, it's Gribnish, and then it, you and me are old people. You're talking as though you've got dentures in your mouth. Well, I do say that my I think my dentures are getting small. <laughs> That's kind of funny. <laughs> I don't know how I missed that joke. <laughs> we're two old people. I think I'm Bonnie. I think we're Bonnie and Clyde. Like that's as an old lady, I'm convinced we're Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah, but also you're like an agent or something. At least you like to break the fourth wall. Oh, a lot. Yeah, I'm a real Deadpool like that uh, in this sketch. <laughs> this is the Deadpool of 1995 or four. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. I, I don't even know what the plot was. Like I could barely follow it. I don't. I don't know what happened. I guess. I, I, well, I don't think there really was one. I think you had one in mind, and yeah. then Gribnish said, "No, nah, I'm going to do my own thing." Which is probably better. I mean, when <laughs> half the time, like, <laughs> they I always seem better when that happens. It um, really. Well, that's because I was. I was always Michael Scotting the scene, especially when I whip out a gun and I'm just trying to shoot everybody. Like I'm even trying to shoot her and wait for her to die so that the sketch is over, and then finally yeah. she turns it around. She refuses to die, and then she refuses me. to die. <laughs> and it's great. In fact, you shoot her and I die. Because <laughs> you're a sport. You're a good sport, Dan. Yeah. As always. Uh, so uh, but I, I think overall the story was... Uh-huh. Because when you, when you threaten her, you're in your normal voice. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the plot was supposed to be, I'm, I'm a senile man. You're like an agent dressed, or a spy dressed as her mother. Ah. Gribnish... Is a, is a is in the FBI or whatever, right? And then you are going to take her down, right? In your disguise, wow! But that's that's when things kind of went sour as far as both story and sketch go. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, our dungeon won't fall out. Oh, shut up, you! By the way, oh, have up. you heard about how? Uh, Bonnie and Clyde are getting back together. Oh, they're Mom? Mom? Mm-hmm. They're dead. No, they're not. It's the old Because I'm Bunny. I saw all of it in the UFO area. Stay right there, honey. <laughs> now shut up, Clyde, before I blow your brains out. Now listen, daughter of mine. <laughs> you got any guns on you? Look at the camera. I need to get this my big deep. You're getting any guns on you. You pulled way more out of that than I, I could even manage. I was just like, I picked something Jason, and that was every day of my life when we filmed, okay? <laughs> Did I? But weren't What is t- happening? Because I never got any. 
Yeah, and it, and it's not for Motivation lack of or story, right? And not for lack of trying, not for lack of intelligence on your part. It's just Jason has an idea, can't articulate it, and that it's not unlike what we did last week when you were here. I mean, <laughs> like I I had it written down, but there are one or two things where it's like, oh yeah, this is a critical piece of information I should have given everybody in the room. Uh, at least it's more coherent now. I'm actually cutting it. I was cutting it today. Uh, what uh-huh. I could cut it while at work, and uh, it's coming out good. Um, I was a little afraid because we were dealing with three different sound sources that may or may not sound like the problem with like the GoPro and with the 7D is they both have camera noise to contend with. Yeah. So, luckily, the the zoom uh, while it sounded really echoey in the room, that's because I had on shitty headphones. If I had to put these on, I would have realized it actually it was okay. The environmental sound wasn't that bad. Anyway, kids, what I'm talking about is Dan was here last week. Which you know, if you heard our shitty echoey episode that recorded on the laptop uh-huh. microphone and not on this. God damn it. I was so <laughs> pissed. That is one of those where I had to just relegate myself to being like, okay, I'll stop beating myself up. It was a good time for us, and it was yeah. it was cathartic because my car had just broken down. But uh, last our week... Our only listener was in the room. So exactly she's... right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, two of them were there. Taylor's the other one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so yeah, Dan, Dan and Ari were here last week, and we recorded a bunch of shit for Looking Forward, and a shit ton of food holes, and the Looking Forward stuff was a lot of fun. We did like three hours in a studio I had rented out, and then we ran out of time and shot the rest of it in the van that Dan was renting, so yeah, that was fun. Which, I mean, that kind of, that was a godsend, that, oh, yeah. that the van. Oh yeah. We for a couple reasons. We squeezed nine people in there? Was that nine people? We had, okay, so we got Jen, we got Mitch, we got Brett, we got me, we got Alan, we had Natalie, we had Alex, you were in the back seat, and and then Laura's in there. Yeah, nine people squeezed into that van. It's a minivan, kids. It's not like it's it's not a nine-person van. Dan was actually sitting... like the the it's it's the type of a of a minivan where like the last two seats are kind of like the seats in the back of a truck that they squ- you know when they squeeze seats in yeah yeah, yeah. it was like that <laughs> but we did it <laughs> yeah I I've I've also decided that because the raw footage for the interviews of the interns is an hour and fifteen minutes long that's not a single blog post I'm gonna make like three yeah. or four out of it you should so then that way I've got I've got you know I mean the, the like Alex's character being chosen as the intern has to like come out at a certain point, but I can still yeah. space these out until then because uh, there are some gaps. Anyway, that was really exciting for those people at home who are following the exact progress of go to lookingforwardmovie.com. That's all you need to know. Yeah, just do it. Do it. Actually, you know what? We'll wait. Do it. The Doit Center. Do it. The Doit Center. They changed the name of that place. Did you I know. see that? A, yeah. <sighs> I'm so. I mean, Jen and I are so sad. I know Julie would be sad if she knew too. It's, it's saddening. It's upsetting. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> the world is changing. Its progress is marching forward. No, nope. they're star bucking it, Jason. They're star bucking it. Star bucking it, man. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Fam. 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 English. Posh. Tea. Biscuits. Scones. Turkish delight. Oh no! Is that a plush? Hi, Jason. <laughs> no, it's not. It's I the... am Kylo Ren. Is that the large action figure of him? Oh, you no. are in trouble now. Oh no! Is that? Yes, it is. That's like a sex toy at this point. He's so big. Or at least maybe his lightsaber is. Oh, Dan is. Are you hugging him or are you <laughs> humping him? I can't tell. Uh, and 
I'll at least take a picture of it. <laughs> I, I, I thought I was waiting for you to finish, but you were just posing because you're attentive to the, the photos we have to do for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your beer sponsor, Dan? Henry's Hard Ginger Ale. Shit, I almost did that because we have one left. Mm. Uh, you still have some orange, too, I think. I drank that. Okay. It's yeah. good, isn't it? Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think like cream sickle is one of my favorite flavors of all time. So, I mean, you know. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. The uh, oh, yes, yeah, I mean that's that's something I guess we could tell the audience about is like when you were visiting, you made me drink all kinds of different beers and 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 drinks that you've had while you're there, and you made me drink yeah, both the types of hard root beer. Right? Were there two types that we tried? Or did no, we just not your father's. Just two ginger ale types then is what we. But had. there are two ginger ale types. Uh, okay, because the first place we went didn't have Henry's, mm-hmm. and so we got the not your father's, which is okay, but yeah. Because Henry's tastes just like Canada Dry. There's no competition for any other ginger ale. All right, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they're all really good. They're all delicious. Uh, we got really drunk, quite a bit, quite a was bit good. of drinking. Yeah, it was, it was really good. Good time. Uh, you would get mad at me because the next day I wouldn't be hungover. Yep, yep, yeah. I don't get that. I don't. I do not understand <laughs> that. I don't. <sighs> Again, Dan's Slavic blood. Dan's mm. uniquely. I don't get it. A unique combination of French and Slavic, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Dutch and miscellanea. Ooh, where's miscellanea? <laughs> it's really it's right next to Romania. Oh, okay. Which is kind of close to Slovenia. They're uh, ironically a very peaceful nation. They do yeah. not. Uh, they're not armed. Uh, but the missile thing. Uh, well, they, they are, but they've just kind of. No one has the same gun. <laughs> it's just a pile. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's what happens when you go over there. You get to pick from the box, but you can't yeah. have any of the same. Anyway. Like, there is a dude there, uh, or a lady, I don't remember, but has well, a, a slingshot. It's, it's kind of a combination. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> they, they have the slingshot. And then one person's got an AK. They're not, I mean, they're not going to use it, because there's no point, unless they're like yeah. a despot. But in Miscellanea, there are no despots. Ooh, what yeah. about corporate HQ over in Miscellanea? What do you think about that? I mean, it's far, <clears throat> but... I've 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 actually tried that. I've okay. I've tried applying, mm-hmm. but the number of forms I have to fill out. <laughs> Are any one of them the same though? I mean, at least you don't have to deal with that kind of bureaucracy. It's all different. <laughs> yeah, they're all different forms. All right. Well, I mean, that's at least a relief, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but there's only ever one selection in category. Oh, okay. I got which you. is really kind of ends up not getting any information. <laughs> That's for your race, and it's just like whatever because there, there's no. Yeah, point. it's just I only have one option: M I S C. M I S C. Misc. That was a joke that went over my head the first time I saw um, bookstore show. Black books. Yeah. What what joke? What am I? Well, it, it, I think it's in the. It's the very first episode when he's doing his taxes. Yeah. And he goes to see uh, his accountant. Yeah. And he's like, he pulls out the wad of receipts, and he says, that's January or whatever. And he pulls out another wad. It's like, that's February. And he grabs out another wad. He says, and this one's misc. Oh. It's misc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, good. I love and I'm it. like, what the hell is misc? It must be a British terminology. <laughs> no. No, no. That's a solid <laughs> joke. You guys should watch Black Books. Go go watch Black Books. The, yeah, it's, it's another British-y thing. It is another with the guy from Shaun of the Dead with 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 Dylan Moran. Yeah, he mm-hmm. one of my favorite parts is when he asks Manny for to make him a sandwich toward the end. It might be even the first episode, but just that weird look on his face. He says, "And a pickle, 
just something about like this <laughs> ecstatic, like uh, he has finally has somebody to abuse in his life. Well, Aries, Aries, Aries' favorite thing is Bernard. Bernard, I have to tell you something. What? I hate your bees. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so stupid. So and I dumb. think the original version of it we saw, there was actually a thing after he says that where Bernard gets mad that he ate his bees. Oh, really? But then it wasn't there anymore. Hmm. To find out if there's a, if there's a version out there, an alternative version. Yeah. That like, we have but they seen. cut short for time or something. Right. I'm going to burp. Oh, that's gross. Um... You know, I think that's better if I just off mic burp rather than just like keep holding it back because I've I've listened back sometimes and you just hear me straining like against a burp and it's like okay, like it's just the grossest <laughs> thing. Uh, my beer sponsor is this is, this is how this mm-hmm. is how the uh, cake is made, guys. That's exactly right. The cake that is how the cake is made. I am having root beer, soda stream root beer, and vodka. Uh, in these, we got some new bottles finally because ours expired two two months ago. You're not supposed to use them over like two, three years, and we used them. Well, only two months older than ours, but it's probably not a lot of BPA leaked, leaked into my system. But oh, yeah, they're fun. pretty though. I got the green one. The green one's mine. Jen, nice. Jen, Jen cannot have the green one. I'm disallowing. I, I've, I've already finished ginger ale. You know, we forgot to do while while we were here, Dan. What's that? Is celebrate? Um, oh yes. Yes. With mini whiskey. So I'm going to have to send you a mini whiskey. Uh, yeah, because I, I thought we would. I saw that and I'm like, you know, it might be good to wait until a, the reason to celebrate. Sure, is sure. So, but I will send it to you. I will send it to you with that metal cup that Ari was insisting we should keep and one or two other. Oh, I found some food hole stuff yesterday. Ralph's had some really weird fucking shit on sale. Oh, really? Like a bag of chips that I will not tell you what flavor or what they're made of, uh, but they were 39 cents for this big a bag. So That's concerning that yeah. neither of those things are worth mm-hmm. a good tell me without, without ruining the surprise. Yeah, and then the other thing is candies that seem like they, they could be good, but they're also uh, Japanese, so they could have some weird ingredients that I, I don't know. So, you know, <laughs> who fucking knows? That'll be fun. I got. Oh man, I got to get those other food holes up. I got to get. I got to get up Budberry. We should at least point out to people, depending on when these food holes come out. Uh, we did Budberry candy mead, and that was quite good. Um, yeah. I mean, the, not, the episode. Not the was mead. Good. Yeah. The episode was good. Oh my god. Okay. So I think because yeah. they put it on. Okay. I, I won't say names just in case, but two friends of mine, uh, as I explained, got engaged the other day. Uh, this this weekend, I cannot entirely say why. Uh, but this week went, weekend was full of good news. Uh, it was a good weekend uh, for for friends and therefore for me. So, but a friend got engaged, and I help him. Get, I helped him get engaged, and so I'm hanging out with him and his fiance and her parents. A, her mom loves like blazing saddles and stuff, so I'm gonna marry her mom. Her mom's the best. Okay, then her her dad is really funny, and uh, he apparently fucking brews mead in his garage he does he makes mead <laughs> oh geez i think so, i know where this is going well this is going he's going to be my best friend uh so <laughs> my buddy's uh future father-in-law is is going to become my best friend because like uh yeah so that's gonna have like she's actually she apparently he made honey blossom or orange blossom mead for a friend's wedding which sounds amazing and so yeah. he's going to make, she's going to basically demand he makes him mead for, for their wedding. Um, 
So nice. that's that's going to be exciting. Uh, so I, I How long does it take to brew mead? Well, mead is actually, it's a longer process because it's fermenting, so I don't know. Right. I mean, it's both fermenting. I guess brewing beer is also, but I think it's longer from what I remember. Like, it's months, like several months, if I remember. I could be completely wrong on this, but yeah, several months. Maybe a good mead takes several months, but yeah. I think that might even be true for a good beer. You might be able to speed it up, but it also takes a long time if you want to just make your own ginger ale and make it, like, high quality. Yeah. Uh, 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 our friend uh, Deja make she's made like quick ginger beer out of just ginger and water, and it's good. It's really good, but it's not like they don't take a long time. You just let it sit for a bit, and it's good to go. So you can make your own ginger ale really quick. But yeah, just the longer. We'll see homebrewing.org how to make mead. Ooh, Dan's gonna Dan's gonna figure out how to make some mead, and then I'm gonna talk to to her father. So yes, let's see. Hold mm-hmm. on, take a hydrometer reading. Mm-hmm. Pitch. Sure. Add your yeast to the must. Mm-hmm. Did I read any of the Grease 2 novelization on the last podcast? I'm trying to remember. I know I wanted to. I did. I think you, you whap, did. You read whap. a little bit. I said whap whap, and somebody thought I said fap fap or, or something to that effect. So it says here, mm-hmm. after fermentation should begin about 24 to 48 hours. Mm-hmm. Two to three weeks later, or oh. when fermentation is done, Uh-oh. rack meat into a sanitized carboy. Let it sit another three to four weeks. Rack for the final time into another sanitized carboy and let's sit until the meat is clear. About another two to three months. Carboy sounds like a some sort of sexual, uh, s- sort of like t- subculture-y, maybe slightly racially oriented thing from the twenties. Like we we <laughs> overtook a company. Oh, carboy. Yeah, we overtook a country, and then maybe our more promiscuous uh, gentlemen were into carboys. And I don't know what that means, but that, I'm just saying that's what it sounds like. That- it's it's a um, they would they would take um, you know fancy cars and drive around mm-hmm. town. Mm-hmm. Um, the the um, driver or pimp <laughs> would then have a young hairless man in the back seat sure you pull up and the the car has a divider right it's okay a, the sure. back seat of the car is completely separate from the front seat it's weird that this is all on homebrewers.org or whatever yeah it is it's right there there's a little <laughs> asterisk as to what a carboy is and then the car will pick up the client in front of say the ritz carlton or uh-huh. or what have you sure they do um, about 15 minutes of circles around the block, or sometimes if, if you pay extra, they'll drive right through Central Park. Uh-huh. The car boy and you will, you know, do your thing. Sure. And they drop you back off at your hotel at the end. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, now I know what a car boy is. I mean, it doesn't sound... It's also sound... a plastic container that they use for brewing. Okay. That's the second definition. I see. Okay. It's that, what I just said, or yeah. a large globular plastic bottle with a narrow neck, typically projected by a frame, mm. projected by a frame and used for holding acids or other corrosive liquids. Sure. Are there, there, well, no, I think there's a term for that. I just wonder if there are dudes, if there's a subculture of dudes who are into not just, like, hairy young guys, but, like, massively hirsute, like, just, like, bristling with facial and body hair. Like, they might be called brillos. Like, I feel like that's a thing... <laughs> Isn't that just a bear? No, a bear is a large gay man. And then a cub is like a younger, like, cute, but also hairy gay man, if I'm not mistaken. Again, I don't know enough about the subculture. I'd be happy to read up on it. But I feel like I'm thinking, like, 
somebody with your background, somebody like Slavic, but like with even more like, uh, I don't know, like rich, thick facial hair, hair that like, I don't know, leaves like red patches all over your body. I don't know. I just feel it's, it's got to be a thing. It's got to be a thing. It's like, no, no, a cub's not enough for me. I want, I want them tiny and young, but I want them to be like. So I, want them, I don't want them just to be hairy. I want them to bristle. Yeah, I want it. To... I, I want that hair to be thick and harsh. Yeah, that's a brillo. Like, a, like a stew in the gulag. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> right, you're on with stew in the gulag. Coming at you. One to eight point six. Stew in the gulag in the house. <laughs> 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 were some of those traffic noises and some of them were musical instruments? I, I'm not 100% sure. I just press buttons until I... <laughs> those are buttons. Oh my god, I want you to have a soundboard that is your voice making all those noises. <laughs> There's got to be a soundboard app where you could just make your own bullshit noises, right? Dude, have you ever seen... So did you know... Okay, you've probably... Have you heard of a Mellotron? Do you know what a Mellotron is? No, but it sounds... Sounds like a really high transformer. It really hey, come on, let's go, Mellotron. Like, dude, you go ahead. I'll like, I'll meet you there in a little bit. <laughs> I've just got like shit to do right now. <laughs> but the Decepticons are taking over the capital, dude. You are so high, shaped by Robo Buzz right My now. My Robo Buzz. <sighs> My robot. Okay, what's the Robotron? <laughs> it's not a Robotron. <laughs> Damn it. It's a Mellotron. So the <laughs> Mellotron is a... Um, and there are different variations on this, actually. Apparently, from what I heard on another podcast today, oh, the Mellotron is stolen. It is a key... It is an early synthesizer, but it is a mechanical synthesizer. What? It runs off of loops. I don't know if they're loops, but they are tape. I assume they're two tape... Tape loops. So, like... Uh, if you've heard, well, you have heard, I'm sure, Strawberry Fields Forever, that boop, 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 doo, doo. It sounds kind of artificial, but also sounds real. Yeah. That's because they were on loops of tape. Okay. Uh, yeah, and uh, there's even, like, a project out there to archive all the tapes so that they don't get destroyed so that you could recreate them if you wanted. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. That's just a weird thing to me. That is just one of those pieces of arcane technology that you wouldn't think it would have ever existed, but it had to. It had yeah, the to... Mellotron has a similar behavior to a sampler, but generates mm-hmm. sound via audio tape. Uh-huh. When the key is pressed, a tape connected to it is pushed against a playback head like a tape recorder. Mm-hmm. While the key remains depressed, the tape is drawn over the head and a sound is played. When the key is released, a spring pulls the tape uh, back to its original position. It's so weird. So right? it just keeps pulling tape through, and once you let go, the tape drops all the way back to where it started. Right. So basically it's zooming back and forth. It's just, I, I, I would like to see the inner mechanics of it, but, like, the more I hear about it, the more I, I want to see one in person, just because, again, I like, I like, arca- I like these, like, really complex <laughs> solutions to a problem. We're like, you know what, I don't want, and, you know, this all starts from somebody who's either really lazy, really antisocial, or both. I mean, and, and then we call it creative. It's like, I right. don't want to deal with a bunch of, I'll sit with I'm them a, enough to I'm give me a lazy, sample. I'm a creative. <laughs> right. <laughs> like I'll sit with with a musician long enough to get a sample, but beyond that, yeah. I I don't. I'm good. We're good. Yeah, the to whole go. point of it was to create the sound of an instrument. Yeah, but with the way pitches and variations happen, they were able to 
do things with it. I will guarantee Mark Mothersbaugh owns at least two of them. Like, it's like that's the kind <laughs> of thing, like, just... Uh, where am I... Where is it? Is that here? Did you hear a person? Is that? I did. It must be here. Either it that it's there. the most clear, like, clear interference in the history of electronics. It must <laughs> be, like, <laughs> just some dude... Maybe having a conversation with himself. Who knows? I don't see anything. Anyway, so that's a Mellotron. I, I want one. I don't want one. That's that's a waste of my, my time. But I want to see one, and I want to play on one. I wonder if they have one at the EMP. What, what the, uh, what's that? The Electric Music Project in Seattle. Oh, right. That was the thing have, you went to. They have an instrument room where you can just go and play with instruments. Really? Yeah. Now that would be fun. Even though I can't play for shit, that would be fun. Yeah, and they just let you touch and use different instruments. I wonder if they have a Mellotron. I hope so. That would be kind of cool. I, I just, I just want to know how they maintain them. I want to know how those tapes are not just bleh, by now, just fucking wiped. I they mean, probably do. You probably have to keep replacing them. Right. I guess that makes. Let's see sense. what it has to say about that. Yeah, Dan. Maybe it just becomes more of a character as that's the longer he is it. Yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> that is probably true. I, I want to do the same thing with our just our shitty old cassettes. And um, man, I, that's that's something we got to do too. I need to start putting up more audio stuff of our. We got to start discussing audio stuff. Like, I have all the tapes of of me doing Zeke. Did you ever do any call-ins, or was it just me doing dumb characters on the radio? A character on the radio. It was you. Yeah, just because I I am a ham. Okay, when I do a search for Mellotron, where? Uh -huh. Hoping that I can find some information about wear and tear on Mellotrons. All I'm finding is like LED costumes. What will what man will really wear on Mars? <laughs> you know, it's a NASA funny... reveals NASA reveals Tron spacesuit. Oh, apparently it must be mellow as well. I assume it must be. <laughs> I keep talking to um, uh, we just did our, our second interview with Phil Proctor the other day, and uh, he he brought it up again, but he once dated this girl in the. Late 60s, early 70s, she invented, like, a, like electric clothing that you can wear before LEDs existed. So, like, uh -huh. basically, like, disco stuff. Like, it had a timer on it and shit, and it was, like, ties or dresses that just, like, lit up strips of lights. And I'm I, all I can think of every it time... It would have he, to be light bulbs, huh? Yeah, it would have to be, like, but just, like, tiny ones. Because, I mean, LEDs existed, but not in a... Uh, it just wouldn't have been manageable, I don't think, by a yeah. layperson. So, it had to have been regular tiny light bulbs... And then all I could think of is like, but what if there's a short? Like, I feel like to power those, you need enough power that it might light something on fire. Potentially. I don't know enough about electronics to Well, I really mean, say Christmas sure. lights have been around for a while. They just plugged into a yeah, but, outlet, and that's like a 50-foot strip. I know, but people probably burn their trees, right? I don't know. I'm not... If well, I'll look. I'll find out. I've got the internet open still. <laughs> Did anybody? What are you going to search for? That does 1970s Christmas light fires from <laughs> Oh boy! Brief, brief history of Christmas tree lighting. <laughs> Why is that a thing? From FamilyChristmasOnline.com. Oh, internet! Oh Jesus! Oh my God! This hasn't been updated since the 70s. Um, <laughs> <laughs> which is an accurate thing for a website. Right? Sure. Sure. Uh, oh man, those are really colors. I was watching uh, one of Anthony Bourdain's shows, and apparently his ritual when he flies into L.A. because he usually flies into L.A. He has to have in and out on his way in, and in and out on his way back out, which I think is a good. 
I think it's a good. Did you have In and Out once or twice when you were here? Did we do it twice? What, do what again? Twice? In and Out Burger? Yes. Okay. Wait. Can't yes, remember. We did. Okay, I thought yeah. maybe. I knew we thought about it. Because there was mean, another day, Aries like, I want In and Out. Uh huh. The first time was we have to go to In and Out. Sure. And that's where you met us. And then the second time we just went to In and Out. Right, right, right. We grabbed it and brought it home. Yeah. We drive through. Oh, that's right. The, I mean, the more I think about it, too, is like if uh, slash when we move from L.A., that will be one of the things, besides my really great friends, like one of the things I will really miss is In-N-Out Burger. Ah, it's upsetting. <laughs> I feel like I'd have to be, like, before I go, I'd have to be like, get a thing of animal fries. But like, Can I have like like 20 extra things of spread? I'm like, could you just give me those? Just just for the sake of I don't know. Ari and I have gotten pretty good at recreating it. Recreating it. All right. What? Okay. What do you make in and out spread at for? For anybody who's not in Southern California or I, I, Utah, I, Ari's the one who has all the little details. Oh, okay. Know. Well, it, I mean, it's mostly lead. It's mostly mayo and ketchup, mm-hmm. but there is um, grilled the grilled onions. Sure. And then there is a little bit of seasoning that goes in it as well. Yeah. I think there's a little relish too. I think there's like some 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 yes, relish. Yes. I think that's too. what it is. Um. For those outside of the state, if you don't know, In-N-Out Burger is as good as people say it is. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. It's delicious. The, the radio this morning was bitching about that. <laughs> about what? About Californians <laughs> saying how much In-N-Out is good? Or no, the... bitching about, because you know, I was slipping through the radio stations, because at the time I go to work, it's mm-hmm. like 10 of, uh-huh. right? 10, 10 till 7. Okay. So 95% of radio stations at that time are showing are playing some sort of ad or something. So sure. I'm trying to find... Music, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I was driving a work car, um, so I didn't have easy access to my music. Mm-hmm. So I was flipping through it, and on one of the stations, they have a morning show, mm-hmm. and they were bitching about like the one DJ lady was saying like how all her friends are, you know, going to the you know they were on vacation for Easter, blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's like, you know, and I don't mind the pictures of the rocks and the mountains and, you know, your beach legs and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but both of my friends who were on vacation posted pictures of in of their In-N-Out burger. <laughs> it's like, it's just a burger. No, no. No, no it's not. It's not. No, it's it is not. not. Anthony, here's You're, the thing, like, lady. I turned off the radio and off. I'm like, fuck you, lady. Exactly. You don't understand. You don't know. You haven't had one. Well, let's just sit. Jen and I are watching this Anthony Bourdain thing, and, like, he's just talking about, no, he's, he's basically said something to the effect of fuck all the other American chains. This is the only good one. And he's right. Like, there are people who try and say Five Guys is better. I've never had Five Guys, so I can't comment. Five Guys is not better. Um, when you come to visit, I want to take you to Smashburger. It's not the same. Smashburger. But it's really good, too, mm-hmm. in, it, in its way. They sure. do. They're, um, they use Angus beef. Uh-huh. And they basically, they, they smash the patties flat, which gets some of the fat out of it. Oh, okay. But it's cooked over, a, a, you know, a real... You know, fire grill, and it's yeah, really well, good. You see, that's make the really thing. good burger. Here's the thing: is if you if you flame grill a burger, that is a different thing, and it is fucking amazing. I mean, yeah. that's that's it's kind of hard. To... But, but the the prices are similarly equivalent to In and Out. That's in, another in good thing. Like, I mean, that's one of the reasons people love it so much here is that like you can even be poor, which a lot of people are, and you can still pretty much eat In and Out like on the reg, dog. You know, they just voted well, to fucking. Or even when you're not on the reg, that's that is. No, Dan, that's... Is that not what you meant? No, that's not what I... You misunderstood what I was trying to say. Oh, it's fine. I understand. It sounded like that. I also have... By the way, I have... 
Honestly, Dan left. Dan and Ari left two little baby bottles of liquor. This is this is. Those are all Aries. <laughs> Bacardi Black Raz. Which is it? Her who has the alcoholic sweet? I feel like it's both of you have an alcoholic sweet tooth. You both well, we like. Do. That's, there's a reason why I really like ginger ale. Yeah, hard ginger ale and hard root beer because it's sweet. Yeah, it's sweet. But she's the one who bought all those little mini bottles. Yeah. The other one was what was it? Pink taint. What's it called? <laughs> What? Pink taint. What's it called? Pink taint. Yeah, I don't know. Baby Ain't pink. pink. Okay. Pink. I'm. I'm gonna call it pink taint. Pink berry. It's... it's pink berry. Pink. We berry, bought pink sure. berry alcohol. Is that? There's a calendar on your wall. Of the cat. Is that your cat or is that like a shelter cat or is that? What am I missing? There's a cat calendar on your on your back wall. I'm drunk enough that I'm oh, just noticing things I want to talk it's about. From, it's from Simply Cats. So that's the place that we foster cats from. Oh, okay. All right, that's good. Yeah, they put out a calendar every year of the hottest cats. <laughs> What's the centerfold? What's the June centerfold? Let's see. Hold on. <laughs> Dan is approaching the calendar on his wall very carefully. This is still set to February. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, kitties. Little kittens. Those are adorable. Aw. April. Mm hmm. It's adorable. Oh, orange yeah. cat. Sure. In May. All right. Here comes June. Ready? June's, June centerfold. Oh, yeah. It's mama. Mama in June. <laughs> Big, fat, fluffy cat. That's fantastic. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Thank you for showing me that. You're welcome. I know that it was bugging you. Yeah, it really was. I. Yeah. Uh, it's. I, um, yes, Jason. I, I'm just getting drunk enough that my brain's just like. Doesn't want to hold back, but I have to hold back for at least for a few weeks before yes, I talk do. about what I want to talk about on the podcast. Yeah, I'm upset, Dan. That's the rules, bitch. I'm happy. I'm happy though. <laughs> beer. This is root beer. I mean, so C6 bulbs. By the way, mm-hmm. getting back to our Christmas tree light burning thing. Sure. Some remem- Some readers may remember C6 bulbs. These usually came eight to a strand, but they were sure. wired in a series, so if one burned out, the whole strand went dark. Right. They also got hot enough to set fire to almost anything combustible if they were left in contact long enough. Mm-hmm. And the paint scratched easily off the bulbs, so pinpoints of glaring white light often overwhelmed the paint color on the bulbs that had been used more than two or three seasons. So that true. said, they were still safer than candles, as long as they weren't left unattended on a dry tree. Well, fucking duh. <laughs> it's like it. they're safer than open flame. <laughs> Ooh, man! If you're a welder, do you think like welders like they have a special tree with like blow torches sitting on? Oh, it? they should. Right? That'd be great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna go down. And I'm gonna suggest that to welding service tomorrow. I'm like, hey guys, <laughs> that's true. Good point. Dan works with. That's a good idea. That's a really good point. So. Wait, do they... Okay, so what are the gases that they use? Is it still helium, or do they use other things? Or also helium? And Acetylene. Acetylene. What about helium? It's Helium's used for welding, too. They have helium. They mm-hmm. actually sell a lot of helium tanks for balloons. Oh, okay. So they do that, too. Helium is actually, like, it's becoming hard to get. That's what I understand. Be- yeah. Because of balloons. Those children are the devil, Dan. Some yeah. point we're going to have to start giving them hydrogen to breathe. Well, in. it's also uh, due to inefficiency in the environments that's used in, mm-hmm. like industrially. Oh, I see. Because what happens is, um, with helium, <laughs> did you just scratch your head with a screwdriver. I did. Oh my god! You're a grown man. <laughs> with helium, you see, <laughs> because it's lighter than 
all the rest of the air. Am I supposed to let that go and let you yes. keep talking? Yes. No. <laughs> here, let me take this sharp piece of glass I've got here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just scratch my head with this too. But right. a screwdriver is a point. Like I can control it. It's fine. This has a point too. I can also control it, but it's also a giant heavy piece of glass. Yours is. It is. This is not a heavy piece of glass. This oh is a God. light, light manageable tool. Use I your use fingers. You only have fingernails. I have to get like under the headset because I'm wearing headphones. All right, continue. I have psoriasis. You have to make do with what you can. Um. Anyway, helium is lighter than air. Sure. So when people waste the helium, mm-hmm. right, they, they, they pull it out of the ground. There's only a limited amount underground. Right. Um, it goes up. You know, they get it. They collect it. They use it. And then when they use it, it just goes out as a waste product and flies through the air. Mm-hmm goes to the top of the atmosphere sure it never comes back down because it's so light right slowly but surely it actually starts escaping the atmosphere hmm that is incredibly wasteful yeah while you literally (laughs) we're literally throwing it off the planet while you cannot destroy matter you can lose it let yeah. us not forget (laughs) that kind of shit upsets me I've i've always thought about that i'm like you know, we go through and we get all this, like, you know, the gold for the circuits in our probes. And mm-hmm. you know, the glass and the sand and the, the carbon for the wheels. We go when we land a lander on Mars. Guess what? None of that material <laughs> is ever coming back to Earth. You want to talk ever. about wastefulness. And there's like, probably a ton of helium, helium used in the process of building right. them. <laughs> so we just shot, like, millions of dollars of, like, if not renewable, at least somewhat reusable resources just I guess, ba-boom. I guess, I mean, I guess for, like, the Mars landers and stuff, they look at it and go, one of these days we'll colonize her, and then we can take those and reuse them for scrap. They'll go in a museum. You know they're going to go in a museum. But what about the Voyagers? Right. We, they're leaving the solar system. <laughs> There's nothing else for it to even hit. Oh, my God. You know it would be great? Here's what I want to see. <laughs> I want to see a sketch, because I don't have the money to shoot this myself. I want to see a sketch of, like, just an alien. And another. They find the Voyager, and they're like, oh cool and then like they take the gold record off they look oh this is pretty and either it gets hung on their wall or they just melt it down so they can make like you know gold teeth or something for somebody (laughs) because like that's i mean if 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 other aliens are like us which is like i feel i don't know if that's more likely or less likely but i feel like if more aliens were just like us and they're oh cool right and just melt it down that's what would happen Am I wrong? I don't think I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't like. I, I whenever I think of space junk, I'm less concerned of it falling down and killing us or something uh, than I am. It's wasted. It's just floating around, and we need. We could use some of those resources. I, I mean, so I know that you haven't gotten this far in Rick and Morty yet, so I'm mm-hmm. going to ruin a thing for you. Okay, but it's really just a small part of a bigger plot line in the episode. Okay, so, um. Um, Morty and his dad end up on Pluto. Uh-huh. <laughs> because um, Morty's dad is helping him with a science project. Okay. Because, well, because, you know, Morty asked Rick to help him with a science project because Rick is a super genius scientist. And, right, right. But his dad's like, I'm his dad. You know, it's my job to help him. And so they're making a diorama of the solar system mm-hmm. out of foam balls. <laughs> like you do. Sure. <laughs> um. And so there, he's like, and you can use this one for Pluto. He's like, uh, Pluto's not a planet, Dad. <laughs> he's like, yes, it is. And so Pluto hears him say that, and they take him there mm-hmm. to tell Pluto, you're still a planet. <laughs> and it turns out the reason 
the, the reason why they do that is Pluto's actually been getting smaller because they've been mining under the surface of the planet, uh-huh. and it's gotten so small that it's no longer a planet. <laughs> but the but the uh, the king of Pluto doesn't want to let anyone know that's happening. <laughs> and the the voice of the king is. Have you ever seen the Mighty Boosh? I have not, but I know most of the actors who are on it. Okay, the guy who plays the Zookeeper, like one American guy. Oh, okay, like, yeah. you know, several British things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he does the voice of, of the King of... Oh, Rick, Rich Fulcher, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes. There. He's on Drunk so, History a bunch, too. Oh, yes, he is. Um, what is it? I saw a sketch show with him on it, just to... Since you're drunk, I figure we can just go on tangents all over sure. the place. Sure, yep, yep, yep. Um, there was a sketch show with Oops. him and Manny from Black Books. Oh, really? That's kind of And good. it was bad. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I love them both so much. But they just, they have, they both obviously have a very weird, weird sense of humor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if, like, got really drunk mm-hmm. or maybe even high. You might, someone might enjoy it. Sure. Maybe that's where the direction went. I don't know. Sure. I tried watching it and I'm just like, it's just a little too esoteric, even for me. Right, right, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm pretty open minded to shit. Like, I'll give most things that you. Have you ever seen Garth Marenghi's Dark Place? Oh, my God. I love that show. <laughs> it's so stupid, oh my but it God. makes me so happy. <laughs> That... I showed that I showed that to sh- to Shannon when she moved out here, uh-huh. and it became like her new favorite thing yeah. for a while. I mean, it's fucking great. Like, it's, yeah, it's... it's only six episodes, which is what's sad. But I think I've only seen three or four of them. I got to finish it up, but I love it very yeah. much. Yeah, it's it's just it's amazing. Yeah, it is really. Amazing. I just love like right at the start when what's her name's walking down the hall and they throw a cat out and you see the hand throwing the cat. <laughs> so good. Oh God, I'm gonna burp again. Oh God. Very- Oh, God. That's gross. <laughs> I'm really gross. But yeah, that's a very, very great show. Um, have you seen, um, a, was it ADBC? No. Or BCAD, something like that? No. It's, um, what's his name? Who was in Dark Place, NIT Crowd, the guy who played Renum? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, he plays the innkeeper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From that, you know, Jesus was born in. You know, uh-huh. this, who this and it's a musical. It's oh. a half hour long. Wait, I'm. Mm, and I Richard Ayadade is in it. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I did. I didn't see all of it, but yes, I did see some of it. <laughs> that's weird as fuck. Oh yeah, yeah. Those guys <laughs> have like this. Just this. They're in this weird. That's the thing about here. Okay, so uh, one Jason's of, corner. Jason's yeah, comedy Jason's corner. corner. One of the many JKK. reasons. Jason Klom's wa- comedy corner. JKKK. Nope. Nope. That is not a thing. That did not happen. <laughs> uh, one of the many reasons I would love to move to England is because you can do that kind of shit and get away with it. Like, that's yeah. one of my... Like, I know that we've got adult swim here, but you still have to know... I mean, not that you don't have to know people over there, but I just... I don't know. Maybe I they think, just feel more I approachable. I think the difference there is... Mm-hmm. Is that... Is the expectation of the audience. Sure. Many British shows end after one or two seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, they have planned... They plan it to last a season, 10 episodes at most. Sure. That's it. That's the end. And so they make a story that spans those 10 episodes. Mm-hmm. Right? And then they pitch it and say, I want to make these 10 shows. Mm-hmm. And because it's the typical way things are done there, the network doesn't go, okay, well, what's gonna season two going to look like? What's season right. three going to look like? It's just, here's the show. Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's like having a play that goes on for four months. Yeah. And then it's over. Mm -hmm. And if there is more that they can think of, maybe they'll do another season. Sure. But they make an entire story arc that covers that entire season. Yeah. And that's probably why they call them series, Mm -hmm. because it's Mm -hmm. like... Just the one is yep. how they usually. Do it. No guarantee. You do not like. Right. It's. I, I know that some English comedians look at our assumption that <laughs> like we have a right to more than one season as kind of uh like yeah yeah exactly yeah and like um the continuing misadventures of uh the the continuing bad decisions of Todd Margaret oh yeah yeah um is he agreed to three seasons with IFC. Mm-hmm. But only planned two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. Yeah. Of course he did. And but then and they were like, dude, we you said three seasons. Like, oh, I don't have two. And then later on, when they just re when they just released the third season, mm-hmm. they they were like, dude, you need to do a third season. He's like, I don't think there is anything else. Mm-hmm. And then he thought of something. He's like. <laughs> Shit, I guess I'm going to England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> fucking great. I mean, that's I mean, that's another reason why doing something like looking forward makes me like I'm actually this is like manageable. And I I know maybe I'm speaking too soon, but a month in Oh my god, this is disgusting. I'm sorry. <laughs> a month in and like we've got an hour of footage. By the end of this month we will have more than an hour of footage. Uh we might already be be there. When and, do you expect me to do another thing? Huh? It's on the calendar. I know, but people then I have keep... to look. I have to look at the calendar to do that. People keep saying, "When do you need a thing for me?" Look at the fucking calendar I sent you, fucking people. <laughs> I spent hours putting this shit I together, know, and I appreciate that. Uh-huh. I can then say, "I know Jason has a calendar he can look at." And tell oh, me oh, when so I, need to I can look thing. at the calendar for you. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, you could all be giant well, pieces well, of shit. Welcome, welcome to my world, Jason. <sighs> welcome to my world. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I that's true. You know what? I feel like as an IT guy. <laughs> You get a pass because you have to deal with this on a daily basis. <sighs> well, that's why I keep recommending to people just shoot your shit all at once. I mean, sort of. Like, I guess. No, man, I gotta be in the moment. I gotta be in character. I, I have to have it. spent a week doing whatever I'm supposed to have done. Should is I read it... that too? What is your expectation? What am I supposed to do? Your next, <laughs> your next post is April fourteenth, Dan. There, giant piece of shit. I looked at. Okay, for you. so two weeks. I don't know if I can handle that. Can we push that back to like? June, I will murder you. <laughs> can we just can we just do an episode of DJ, Dan J's comedy album? <laughs> okay, I will say that is one thing I really wanted to do. I wanted to do alternate universe Dan J's comedy hour. Nice. I don't know what it would be about though, and it would have to be very short. But I don't know what would it be. <laughs> like, what would our two characters have in common well, to could talk we, about? Could we, we should just we should just do this uh-huh. but because our lives have separated so much uh-huh. it's just a lot of awkward pauses and just <laughs> the occasional interjection and then <laughs> so the same thing it's the same thing talking about maybe even the same sketches we've already talked about but but as you know you're your political candidate and i am run i used to run a Secondhand political clothing store slash Ethiopian <laughs> restaurant. Now, are you are you homeless now? Have we established? I mean, are you going to be? How long are you staying homeless for? In, in <laughs> I well, I think I was just going to be just while I was in L.A. Oh, okay, okay, all right. <laughs> just trying. I was trying. I wanted to establish myself in L.A. again. Right. Now didn't work out, so I'm going to come back here and I'm going to live in my little 
studio. <laughs> I'm very excited to see that footage. <laughs> well, because I asked Alan, I'm like, so how long are you going to say kind of a strung out possible alcoholic? And he's like, mm, most of it. And I'm like, all right. I mean, if you can commit to that, good. Do it. It's just, uh, uh, yeah. But the, 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 the good thing is, is that the roof is now on the little shed in the backyard. Uh-huh. Oh, no. <laughs> are you going to use a shed? You have a shed? Well, we're turning it into a reading like room out in the backyard, so it's oh. going to have a couch. It's going to have Aries roll top desk and a, a, sh- a chandelier. <laughs> oh my god! You need something like a really shitty smoking jacket, is what you need. <laughs> like you're trying real hard to look sophisticated. Aries has this little purple robe that comes down to just below my balls. <laughs> Yes, please do that. <laughs> That's the other fun thing is I'm getting surprised most of the time, giving people loose guidelines to follow, and then they just do this crazy shit that it makes me, you know, very happy. Yeah. Ooh, I'm drunk. Yeah. I'm quite drunk. Uh, I'm trying to think what's nothing's that new. We just saw each other not that long ago in person. I know. In yeah. person. In person. I helped a friend get engaged. Went to see the NYP Giants. I, I had to go to Twin Falls on Saturday. For what? Work? Yeah. What was what what did you have to do? We had to rewire an entire store. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. It was like twenty five new runs and swap out the network equipment, put up a network box. Mm-hmm. We were there. I was there from we left we left Boise at seven AM. I got back at eleven AM PM. Ugh. <laughs> how long does it take to get to twin falls from from two from hours okay i mean that could be worse yeah i was doing the math today i was like so if 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 i was hanging out with dan and ari in boise and we all decided hey let's go have some in and out how quick it but it's like a four and a half hour to drive to salt lake it's about six hours realistically Is it, yeah like six hours okay that makes more sense all right guys in and out burger six hours good. <laughs> we have a snack in the middle <laughs> Lots no, what we do is we'd go to McCall and have sushi. Mm, okay. But that's not In-N-Out Burger, damn. That's sushi. Not. You understand. We'll, add, we'll have them at Animal Sauce. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh. Can I'll, we... I'll have the, I'll have the, I'll have the uh, salmon roll animal style. <laughs> here's what we do. The double, double. Oh, here's what you do. You pick something you really need from Ikea. You have those people in uh-huh. Salt Lake City deliver to you, but tell them, hey, also, pick me up a double-double, some animal fries. <laughs> Put them in a warm bag so that they stay mostly melty. Shake. And the, the buns would get all warm and wet. Give me a shake, too. Keep that in a cold bag. <laughs> they have cold bags at Ikea. You pay for the cold bag. It's fine. All right. This is a good idea. I've come up with a new business. Six-hour fast food. Oh, my God. Like, what would it be worth it? Like, there's no amount of money. Like, you'd be paying, like, $200 for You'd have to get the guys who are, like, they just moved to Idaho from California. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, man, I need, I need that in and out, man. It's true. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it would be a very limited business. They go with their bros. They, they fucking take some no-dos, and they just, like, bolt down there to get, like, 30 double-doubles for all of Boise. <laughs> and then they come out. Right. They'll, they'll keep if we freeze them. <laughs> it's true. You know that. There, there's got to be somebody. Oh, man. Well, Flash Freeze them. It'll be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be me. That would be me. 
if I lived in Boise, I would be like, yeah, like I said, one of the few things I would I would miss about L.A. is definitely in and out You'd find something here, I'm sure. That's true. That's true. There's a lot of cool things. I think you would fall in love with Madoman, honestly, at least for a lunch thing. Uh-huh. Is that sushi? That's, ten, that's the 10 bucks um, Indian buffet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that would be fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's a really easy one to go. Well, let's see. For two of us, it's twenty bucks. We can eat as much Indian as we possibly can. Yeah, sounds like a deal. Mm-hmm. Just gotta get there before two. Okay, <laughs> yep. that sounds fantastic. Yeah. <sighs> yum yum. So we're gonna, have to, we're gonna have to figure out sometime next year. So that's what you can look forward to, kids. Dan and I podcasting together in Boise next time, sometime <laughs> next year. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna yeah. happen. Yeah, and then we'll do we'll do live stuff from here. Well, yeah, sure, straight up. Man, I wish I wish we had enough of a following with this show to do like a live show at a comedy thing venue in Boise. Yeah, I mean we could. I mean I I could. Here's the thing: I could con we'll just, we'll somebody just, into accepting. We'll, we'll just we'll just take over an open mic night. Okay, that's a good idea. <laughs> That'd be great. Two guys get up, bring a guitar up, so it looks like we're gonna do something. <laughs> like hey, we do this podcast every, every week. So often, where you reach over, pick it up, you know, you, you can settle it in while we're having a little discussion. Ding, ding. Like I do, I tune no, it. You don't do anything. No, not even tune it. Let's put it back down. <laughs> uh, and then, like, we, they don't have a projector, so we just show them the sketch on our phones. Yeah. Uh, so watch guys, this. Guys, sh- guys, sh- guys, stop Come it. Come on. This is what we're talking about for the next hour. What the fuck? An hour? We have our <laughs> allotted time. We filled it out. You signed, like, eight different names. Well, I, I don't know what to tell you. You accepted the eight different names. Yeah. What is who is Space Dan? Space Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Space Dan. Steam Dan. Time Dan. Dan Collector Dan. Are these all the same guy? We don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. We have probably not though. They're <laughs> probably like from all the dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, guys, we're getting a different call. Wait, that, you're talking to the same guy. I don't know what you mean. I do not know what you mean. You guys are imagining things. <sighs> I bet we could do it. I bet we could get a venue. I bet I bet there'd be some way to get a venue. Uh you just gotta talk somebody into it. Just be like, hey, we're super famous in LA. Here's the thing. <laughs> we're super famous in LA. There's a lot of smaller theaters here. Yeah. I bet if I we talk with Thomas Paul, he could hook us up. Thomas Paul could well, hook us up. Probably. We just we just do an episode of Dangerous Comedy Hour on Boise Radio. Oh my god, that would be amazing. We we'll just, just uh, uh, yeah, the Boise Radio mm-hmm. special presentation. Mm-hmm. We the have to... only clean episode of Dan and Jay's. I, I know. <laughs> we'd really have to watch our mouths. That was my first thought. Like, oh, it'd be rough. But we could do it. Well, we'd, we'd, I wouldn't be surprised if they got that thing where we could, where it's like delayed five minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they can be Right, us. and then, yeah. Yeah. All right, let's talk to Thomas Paul. Let's figure this out. Make this happen. This has got to happen. We need to we need to establish our following a little stronger, I think. Yeah. And I mean he can be on the show too. Oh yeah, of course. Of course. Thomas, you're more than invited, especially if you can get us live on the radio for at least an hour. If you get us a whole three hour programming block, I'll get you a bottle of whiskey. I will get you your favorite whiskey. Uh preferably a ten year bottle, because that's cheaper. But I will get you a bottle <laughs> of whiskey because that would be more than worth it to me. If you like Lagavulin, it's pretty inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lagavulin. Man, oh, that's hey, oh, there's something we did. We we, we didn't talk oh, yeah. about it on anything. We both tried Lagavulin for the first time. Yeah. That was good. And I have I'm going to be honest. Yeah. Only because, you know, that you know, that was that is a requirement of the oath I took sure. when I started doing podcasts. <laughs> Podcaster's oath, yeah. 
I like Lagavulin better than Lefroy. Oh boy, that's rough. Here's the it thing. Is. Here's the thing. Lefroy has not has not held up their end of the bargain we imagined, which is sponsoring our podcast. And while Lagavulin has gotten plenty of play on Parks and Rec, I'm I you know I'm still down to have them try to be our official sponsor. Um, you know, because I'll go buy a bottle of Lagavulin and drink that every week. It's good for my heart. Four ninety nine. Yeah. Is that, isn't that what they say? It's good for your heart. It's just like yeah, red wine. Just good like for your red heart. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. You you need a certain amount of peat each week, and we don't get it in America because of uh, uh healthcare, free healthcare. Okay, but where's my free whiskey? Okay, yeah, Obama. Where's my, where's, where's my pee? Okay, Obama. Obama. Thanks. 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 So, I'm just saying it's some bullshit, Dan. Yeah. You know, if it were up to Obama, there would be no Miss June Kitty. Yeah. You'd just be a Mama blank wouldn't page. be on that poster behind Mm-mm. me. Mama Kitty would be probably dead from free health care. Yeah. Yeah, they'd force her to take, you know, shots, and then she'd get <laughs> autism and die. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's not just vaccines, by the way, guys. All shots give you autism. Yeah. Fact. Yep. Everybody knows. Uh, if you get a shot of insulin. <laughs> autism. <laughs> Look back. Ah. <laughs> Uh, what about when you get your blood taken? Also autism? They're actually they're actually giving you autism when they <laughs> That's impressive. Like like liquefied autism. It oh. swaps out. Oh, Those okay. vials look empty, but really there's two holes in that needle. Mm. That makes sense. And when it when they suck up the blood, it's actually pushing down the autism. That does sound like science to me. It does. It's just like science. So that's like science. I have to accept. Uh, it, what they also, you know, it's easier to. Me- it, most people are not aware that uh, autism is also measured in midi chlorians. Uh, that yeah. is that is how that works. Just need to get a little reader. Uh, so if you have autism, you have the force, but you still have autism. No, the yeah, the whole thing is that the most people have low levels <laughs> of autism. <laughs> but once you once your your midi chlorians hit like one thousand ppm. <laughs> Then you know you've got your you'll start presenting autism. That's exactly right. Exactly right. You that's, can and and then that's that's the start of the quote unquote spectrum. Yeah, you can lift is, entire spaceships with your hand and your mind, uh, but like you don't really show it on your face. Yeah, you don't like to be touched while you're doing exactly. it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think that's a uh, that's a good note to leave off on our so science too. and medical facts. Uh, I think so too. <laughs> oh boy. Well, um, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, I'm Dan. And I'm Brape. <laughs> Wait a minute. Dan and Brape? Is that our Yep. Okay. Well, I guess we've just changed the name of the podcast <laughs> to Dan and Brape. I'm having a lot of trouble getting that out without it sounding like Brape. Um <laughs> uh, it just doesn't. And my final words mm-hmm. are, "Dang show bummer." What? Dang show bummer. Oh, dang show bummer. Okay, I got it. I understand. And mine are, um, um, I'm too drunk for final words, Dan. Come on, you can do it. Just about anything will work. No, it's not true though, Dan. I mean, I feel like. Uh, <laughs> Kylo Ren is definitely on the spectrum. There's, there's no <laughs> yeah, doubt about that. Oh, for sure. Oh, uh, well, maybe <laughs> you're creeping me out. Uh, 
You want me to take a picture of that too? <laughs> I take a picture of Dan and Kylo Ren snuggling. It's very cute. Yeah, one is where he's humping him, and one is where he's snuggling him. It's very... well, you can pick which one you want. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I guess may the vaccine be with you is what I wanted to say. <laughs> <laughs> Dan and Jay's Comedy Hour, the podcast, is a Stolen Dress Entertainment production. It's hosted by Dan Gomiller and Jason Klom and is edited by Jason Klom and produced by Maury Povich. The Dan and Jay's Community Service theme song was composed and performed by Brian Magic Hands Madison. Visit StolenDress.com to listen to our other podcasts, read our blogs, read our tweets, watch our videos, and read our books. Please subscribe on iTunes, rate us highly, and write us a shining review. You can like us on Facebook.com slash Hour, follow us on Twitter at DJC Hour, and find everything in one place at DanandJay.com. Mm-hmm.